Hope the future generations can get this urge. Stay woke, youngin', and avenge these nerds. Uh. For many years, women have been considered a minority and put into stereotypes. Um, there have been no representation, really positive representation of women in um, throughout most of history um, and in media. Um, we now see that these barriers and walls are breaking down and ceilings are being destroyed, but there's still a lot of work that has to be done. Um, with the media that's represented back then, with ladies, ladies like even in the workplace and all that that are treated back then compared to now, uh, what are your guys' thoughts on this, especially women of color and women of just general? Um, we'll start with you, Katharina. Well, you know, again, when you asked me if I was, uh, if I would be willing to come onto this podcast, do you remember what I said to you? No, he doesn't, because that's why he made that face. But what I said was, I, to, to, do you to, really to, need a white girl's it. opinion on? And any I said of yes. And so for me, there has always been representation because I am the standard. I'm, I'm a straight white female. But um, yeah, there, there's been very problematic the way that women were shown in, in earlier depictions of television. But you also had these rays of like My Girl Friday or excuse me, His Girl Friday. And, and you know, um, certain roles that really stood out as strong women, sassy women, uh, women who made their own living that were journalists that were you know powerful women in their own right and then of course i was seven years old when i stumbled upon um, my lady diana and the love affair of over 30 some odd years have been and that's wonder woman in case anyone didn't know <laughs> so as far as representation for me um there's there's been tons but there, there's also been like this mentality, and only speaking for myself, there's always been this growing up, um, and even up until like maybe the last 20 years or so, where there were certain things that I didn't watch and that I didn't pay attention to because I'm like, oh, that's not being written for me. And that would be shows that were centered around people of color or, um, you know, more than, than LGBTQ um, plus, but more like, like, like Tyler Perry. I'm just going to put that out there because that's just the first thing that popped in my mind. I wouldn't watch a Tyler Perry movie because I'm like, oh, those aren't written for me. Those stories aren't for me. This, these, these are stories by people of color for people of color and I need to stay in my lane. But then I realized that's where I'm going to learn. Maybe he's not the best example for that based on what some other people have said, that, the, the stuff that he puts out, but I wasn't reading black authors and I wasn't watching shows that, that were written by people of color, not shows with people of color in it. Like I'm not talking about the Cosby show. I'm talking about shows that were written by people of color, by uh, minorities that were showing a very, their, their, their truths. And um, once I decided, you know, you need to get over yourself because they're writing this to tell us their story so that we can, we can better understand and maybe be less assholes of people in general. And once I opened myself up to that, I saw, um, once I saw stuff written by the people that were writing about themselves, then I started really noticing how mainstream television shows and stuff were writing people of color, were writing um, um, the LGBTQ community as these like rampant stereotypes. And now when I go back and watch some stuff, like when they put a, an old show and I don't remember what the show was, but I'm like, oh, I used to love this show. Let me start watching it. And I saw how problematically they were showing just everybody, including women. <laughs> and, and, and I was just like, I just, 
I can't even imagine having been in the position growing up and seeing that that's how they're representing you as a people. You know what I mean? Like even just like when I see some things where they show women in a really bad light um, in, in general as just whiny, shrilly, horrible, you know, vindictive people. And yes, there are people out there, but I don't want that to be the reflection of me. But now that I've opened in the last 20 years, I have opened up my perspective of seeing um, things written authentically when I go back and watch these other things in media, I'm like, wow, like I, it, it, like I, the words are too small. I mean, let me just leave it at that. But I think you understand what, what I'm trying to convey here. Like yeah. it is so important to open up your perspective and watch things that aren't necessarily that you think are for you because they are for you. They're for you to learn, for you to understand, for you to grow. And I think a lot of people just stay in their wheelhouse and that just perpetuates bad stereotypes and um, racial profiling and just just shittiness all around. Yeah, I was uh, definitely going to talk about that uh, going hand in hand with like how women are portrayed and also being Asian American. So there's like a lot of parasitization of um, just like the Asian female. Um, and um, yeah, I'm, and it's also like, I'm saying that's also from like my own experiences, actually just, uh, yeah, there's like knowing like some cases, um, there's like trafficking also going on here in America because of these fascination. And um, yeah, it's just like, it's, I, for me, it's just really disgusting. Like um, the way just uh, how people like view, uh, not just only Asian people, but even other um, cultures um, and races too. Like they get fetishized um, or being ex exotic. Um, and it's just like us being ourselves, um, but like they're stereotyping us in a different way or boxing us. And um, it's just like, we're just seen as this like thing of object of like sexual like pleasure or something. And um, and this is like, to be honest with you, like I love anime, but this is also kind of my issue with like the anime culture. Um, it's just like, <laughs> it gets pretty weird, but I, I know uh, what this one anime is trending and it's like literally like hentai. I mean, hentai is like um, I anime what porno. About, what yeah. yeah, and it's weird. Not, not like because you know I know like okay, people are into porno and all that, but it's just like, but it, it's like it's like a, the story behind it is about rape, and I'm just like, this is being normalized, and people are like laughing about it. Um, and this is the thing about the culture. I noticed it with also even with social uh, social media and like you know like our culture and like everything. Like I don't know why, but when it comes to rape, it's like people laugh about it for some reason. And I think it's like scary how uh, people can just brush that away. Uh, you know, the idea of not like not like consexual sex, it's like, um, that's blurred a lot too. And that's like not really talked about um, in real life. Um, Cause there's like, you know, it's like a lot of like social interactions people uh, aren't aware of. I never really had, um, they, they, people don't have these conversations a lot. So um, there's like a lot of unawareness I noticed when it comes to these kind of things um and and it kind of sucks because as being female like when we're sharing about these you know, issues about like oh like being fetishized or you know even like the idea of oh like rape and just to you know to just like share this out like people think that like, we were just bitching around like it's just people think that like, we're just like, this extremist that um they don't take us seriously um at all and we're just sharing hey like this is a real issue that goes on in like, for women and in this country, not only in this country, but in everywhere, the, the idea of misogyny is like every culture. Um, and yeah, it's like, I don't know, I, for me, I'm just kind of sharing this as growing up, um, especially being in the 
like in a, you know being in the Asian community too like it's like really scary how people are unaware even for my own people like like they don't really have my own back either like they'll um it's it's funny because like you know we talked about even colorism that's a huge like colorism problem in the Asian community so like I even though I'm kind of light skinned but like um there's like lighter skinned people for for people like lighter that like, your skin is that that's how beauty is like you know treated and that's more accepted and people like I don't know, like they kind of gravitates more towards like people who have lighter skin um, in general. And it's just like, why does that, why is that a, that a beauty standard? Like why, if, even for females, like I have so many of my female friends that they're so insecure because of these beauty standards are so high on them. And it's just like, why is, why is it like, why is a society or a culture so formed in that idea? And, um, and it's just like, if you look, also look up in Google search about beauty, it's like, you'll see the stereotypical person of like what beauty standard is. Um, and it's also the skinny person too. So I, like for me, I kind of hoping to see more of like, I guess more media, just like different, you know, shapes of bodies. Like there's so many beautiful um, shapes and like the way also like it's seen is based also based on like the porn industry too. Like all this like crazy, like, oh, like these heavy boobs and busts, but it's like, it's so unrealistic and people, you know, get surgery for these type of uh to get that type of form and body and for even for women to like keep doing that for themselves just to get this acceptance and appreciation for their just to be normal um it's just like I think it's just sad to see that um in our culture and society um and for me I, I for me I'm I'm just like hoping I'm seeing it more though like people are bringing it up uh, I notice people are more being more accepting to like what we're saying the concerns we're saying um, but I think it just goes both ways. I know even for other females, they're, not, they're unaware of that too. Um, and they're like, oh, there's nothing wrong. Why are you bitching out? Like, well, you shouldn't be bitching out about this whole thing. You're just like, you know, you're just, you're just being too emotional about it. But it's just like, it's a real thing. Um, and I feel like both, uh, both females and males, we should like come together and really examine this. And, um, and I know in different countries, like, um, like they have actually have classes in terms of rape, like how, like for, for the girls um, in schools, like the girls have to, I, I think it's like somewhere in Africa, I forgot, I forgot which um, country, but they actually, cause like the rape is like really high in the case of rape is super high. It's kind of normalized over there too. So like what they have to do in like those classes and schools is like, they have to train uh, the girls, how to say no to any attacks, like, you know, cause it's like not really taught a lot. So you had to teach this to kids like, Hey, how to say no, um, how to defend yourself. And even for uh, the boys, to also defend the girls too when they get attacked or when like someone's being pushy about it, like how to speak up. Like, I think that's also not really talked about, but I'm hoping that we could have more conversations. How can we tackle this? How can we, um, you know, like be more aware of this too? Um, so yeah. <laughs> Thank you for that. Recently, we had something that was really crazy that happened um, that I think it's, um, you know, there was representation of Fu Manchu art menstrual art and other art that was from an age of propaganda and it was through the Dr. Seuss estate and the Dr. Seuss estate decided um, and they they decided to pull these books and it was four books four books um, we have companies of people that try to make amends things that were wrong in these Dr. Seuss books and they were making amends um, the media some of the media and some people um, spun it where it was cancel culture, cancel culture was doing this, they were canceling everything, but it was the estate that was actually 
like no these books did not represent people um does that help the symptom or does this truly get to the root of the issue um what do you guys think and we will lead in with alex with this one well just just to kind of put a little asterisk there it wasn't just the estate because i know what you're talking about yeah. it was the author who later on regretted the things he had done and his estate posthumously is like hey the author wanted to no longer have this work represent him so we're gonna we're gonna stop production we're not gonna pull it from shelves we're not gonna say this never existed we're just gonna be like you know what we're no longer gonna make this and first of all i just without getting too political i find it disingenuous that the um, individual rights crowd is the one complaining about this because you know it's this is this is the, the thing about freedom people are free to do what they want if it's their own property so that right there but um this is not like a lot of people like they're they're they were saying it's destroying history blah 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 it's it's not doing that and i think i mean first of all i think the whole cancel culture argument is is was was blown up by the by certain people and now they're getting kind of getting mad that it's biting them in the ass but that's another story um you know what the the publisher is free to do what they want it's their property enough said but these these images they're horrible you know it was done at a time and you're allowed to say you know what we don't we don't want this anymore this is this is not representative of our work our society our culture you're allowed to change your mind you know there, there was a you know point where like we would drill holes in people's heads to get rid of demons. We no longer do that because we realize it's not wrong. And it go, the same way it goes. You know, as a society, we had fucked up views. We re we recognize they're fucked up. We can we should all agree this no longer should be displayed. We were wrong. Let's move on. And that's and it's like it's the people who want to make it a bigger deal that are trying to, you know, like going back to what I was saying before, it's like, they're trying to rewrite history to make it seem like it's this um, other faction that's trying to destroy our history, destroy our, our culture. No, we're remedying a mistake. And, the, and it's like, and the fact that they are getting up in arms because of remedying a mistake is very telling of their position. No. I'm, now I'm going to wait for the flame wars to start. <laughs> I don't really know what to say with this because it's like uh, the, the old images are pretty messed up uh, and it's just um, but like I kind of think they done that with old, they banned all the other books that were kind of considered controversial already too so it's just like um, I, I don't know like it's and for this I feel like it kind of makes more sense to ban it because it's like yeah it was just really awful <laughs> um, like and very uh like the depictions were like you know like racist and all so it's just uh um i don't know it's just i i i think it's good that uh this band um i know for actually i knew someone um because of the imagery they had did with like an asian guy like um he uh apparently like he was asian and like you know he uh he was in school they they read that in dr seuss and all these kids were laughing about it um and he felt really embarrassed and really ashamed uh for what happened and um i don't think anyone should feel that way um and it's really uh this really despicable and just like really like uh, i don't know it's just really it targets against literally 
like different cultures. So um, I, I don't know. Um, but it's not like, you know, like, it's just like taking it off the shelves, like stop making more prints. And just, it's not like, I don't know. It's nothing too crazy. I feel like um, that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> yeah. I think that they did the right thing, but I kind of wish that they hadn't made an announcement about it because I, th I think that kind of stirred the pot in a way. I almost feel like the announcement was made for them to kind of pat themselves on the back. Um, and then it ended up causing this big fight because you have these two extreme, these ex like extremist feelings on, on, and I don't, I don't want to say both sides, but there, but there's just very vocal voices that are going to have issues. And they took this as an opportunity to, you know, rile people up. And if Dr. Seuss, the corporation or whatever, had just quietly stopped doing the books, it would have been the right thing to do, but it wouldn't have caused this whole mess, which is so stupid. These four books, and I know you just mentioned that it was read at a school that one of your friends went to. I, had ne I personally had never heard of these books. I don't remember reading these books. I have... Um, I think they call it an omnibus where they take all the books and they compress it into one book. You know, you know what I'm talking about? I have one for Dr. Seuss, a huge one. None of those four stories are in there. I went and I checked because I'm like, oh, if they're in here, like, I don't, I don't want <laughs> like, I don't want this. Um, so it was the right move. But making a big deal about it was absolutely the wrong way to go about it. And that's. You helped nothing. That was who was that for? that announcement. We are seeing um, inclusion and forced diversity, inclusion and forced diversity in media and everything. Um, in the media, we are seeing more diversity and social issues being tackled, but the there are companies looking to force diversity into their portfolios without even giving a thought about how um, it affects culture and representation on screen. Um, what are your thoughts of those that are actually handling diversity well versus those companies that are trying to force diversity for diversity's sake? Um, well, we'll lead into you with this one. Bro. So I, I can't off the top of my head, like just point and whatnot, but um, I would say like, for instance, uh, the Mulan movie. Uh, Mulan movie, everyone was like, so like excited to see like an all Asian cast. Everyone was like, yes, but like were the writers were the people behind the behind the camera you know uh the production was it an all like asian you know like film crew you know what i mean like that like great we see us on camera but are you the person telling their stories or are they the person telling their stories there's a huge difference in that and you know like for me i i want to see more of you know like we like we see in in, in uh, falcon and winter soldier where it's not oh yeah like this title of captain america is you know for a white man no it is a title and it represents the people of america and it like like you've said many times Seabass stanley was all about you know anyone can wear the mask and it's true you know, anyone can have that title because it represents America and America we know is not just one person, one people. Um, so I, I, I want to see more of that. I would like to see it done where it doesn't feel like we're doing it for the sake of doing it. 
like oh yeah look we have you know like i think that's that's why for you know black panther it was such an experience to see that because on both sides of the camera and from the writing from the actors like there was so much representation so much love poured in and it felt like as a community we did it like that was the one thing that we can all feel like it was ours you know what i mean versus just here you guys go you guys can have this and it's like but do we have it are we really the ones being able to call the shots and tell this story the way we feel like should be told because this is our story for the most part you know um so i'm hoping to see that more and i want to see companies who aren't afraid to take that risk because you know the target audience uh you know doesn't care for it but we've seen you know that like while we keep calling ourselves or while we keep uh being said that we're the minority we're really not you know what i mean like we're super not the minority and like that rhetoric of us being this minority should be changed because like why are we trying to appease this very small percent of the country when we are a melting pot like most of us are from you know new york city like or 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 close by like growing up in new york city it was you can just turn and see every shade of the rainbow every smell and culture and every you know just so much like just by turning your head so to not see that representate like represent represented on you know a bigger scale makes no sense to me when like I can look out my window and see that every day and that's what we should be seeing every day I'm of the mind that like if you write something if you create something that's disingenuous people are not going to like it like I'm not saying I'm not trying to say that you can't write outside of your experience because like you know the guys who created Superman they didn't know what it was like to be a space alien you know, but they can write a story what they would think that would be like. And yeah, that's that's a fantastical thing. I get that. But where I'm going with this is, is like, you might have some people who can write a story outside of their ethnicity or their orientation or whatever, and it might be good. But more, more often than not, you're going to get the, the truest concentration of that experience written by somebody who's lived it. So like, I, I'm, I'm with law. Yeah get more, you know, more, uh, a more diverse writing staff, get more diverse artists drawing these things, you know, filmmakers who are, who are diverse, you know, they're going to tell you, they're going to give you a more truer experience, you know, but on the, on, on the other hand, it's like, it's like, if you, if you're, if you're a bunch of white guys writing a black character and it, and you try and you, you, I think you guys know what I'm ta- talking about. Like there's some people who try too hard to be black as, as white writers, that, that shit's apparent, you know, and you're, and you're going to notice that, especially, you know, if you've been around real black people, you're going to be like, um, I know no, no one who talks like this. And this is, this is, this is a caricature. This is bad, you know? And like, I feel like as, as a creator, you, you have to go out of your way to really fuck this up. You know, it's like, just, just, if you can't do it, just get somebody who can do it work with people of color, you know, work with people, you know, of different orientations to tell or different sexualities or genders or whatever to help you tell the story. Like, I mean, for, for real, like if I'm, if I'm creating a character that is not something who looks like me, 
I'm going to be like, yo, does this sound right? Am I, am I an asshole? Does this character, am I like, am I trying too hard? You know, it's like, and I feel like a lot of times with creators, their egos won't let them do that. So like, maybe like, you know, again, if you're, if you're a creator and you're not creating something in your wheelhouse, get somebody else to take a look at it just to, just to make sure you don't age, end up like H&M. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I kind of think it's half-assed when people try to put a kind of like a marketing type of scheme. Oh, we have these like representation, but then they don't have like the people that actually do the work. It's like, there's no representation at all. And it's kind of like this, like, I don't know. I think that's even worse to be honest with you. Cause it's like kind of like tricking people into saying, oh, because you have these, like, it looks like you have these representation that the actual, the meat and the root of it, right. It's like, there isn't at all. Um, and, uh, and then kind of, tricks into people thinking oh this is actually what the actual stories are of these you know peoples of culture and different races are like and it's like not it's just, maybe it kind of maybe a little bit but mostly it, it might not be like it might not be and like it could lead people it could trick them into thinking that oh this is how uh, their culture is like and it's you know it's kind of like lying to them in a way um so i don't know um, i didn't watch the mulan movie that a new one um, but I've been hearing things about it, and this is pretty. I know for the community. I know, I know well enough not to. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I didn't even want to try, but um, it's kind of this low key. Uh, people are talking about it. It's not a really good representation, and I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure uh, because oh, this is like this Asian movie, right? Like people want think are probably going to think, oh, like this is that representation of the, the Asian people. Um, and kind of one example, I think a lot of even the crazy rich Asian, um. I think that I think that's one representation, but for me, like as like being an Asian American, that was not representation for me um, personally. And people think, oh, there's like these rich Asian people, and it's like that's just like definitely like a one percent like of that too. Oh, so yeah. it's just like, um, yeah, uh, I, I think, uh, yeah, definitely. Um, I, I think there has to be also like more different representations of like everyone in different cultures, because it's not this one type of person in different classes either. Like there's a lot, like it's like you know so many different types and um it's just uh i don't know it's just it's hard i feel like it's like a i think it's like a like a i think as here in america it's like a growing thing for people of different um cultures to come to these industries and to like you know climb up too so um i think it's something like i think we like it's like a new thing too and it's like we're, we're gonna i think hopefully the future we could see that more happening um and it's kind of nice to see actually it's being a little bit more normalized or being more accepted here and this is a lot more awareness to that too so um yeah I, I just kind of see it really it's something in terms of the media industry I'm very hopeful for it um because I'm for me personally to see more of like the Asian representation it's like really like, I, like I'm like oh I wish it was like this crazy rich Asian type of thing but it's still like a start um so um I'm really excited to see more of that for myself too um so I'm pretty sure even other, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of interested, kind of just sharing this. I'm kind of more interested in seeing more other cultures to hear different cultures that we don't even hear about, like the really obscure ones. Like, like, you know, I'm just like, I want to hear more of those stories. Um, so yeah, I'm hoping that to see more of that in the mainstream. So. Danina, you're up. Okay. Well, um, my feelings on diversity versus forced diversity, and maybe this is an unpopular opinion. If we're calling it forced diversity, then you need that diversity more than the people that are handling it with care. So maybe forced diversity is not a pretty way to say it, but if you have to put into the limelight to get you to put people of color or the, or the right people in the right projects, 
then take that force diversity, do it because from then you'll grow and then it'll become natural again. I think all diversity in this country has started off as forced um, with different civil rights movements that have happened um, with different laws, um, like with employment and um, discrimination laws and stuff. Every kind of diversity that this country has, has been begrudgingly given um, because of people pushing it forward. I do wanna see, the best person for the job doing the job, regardless of sexuality, um, gender, ethnicity, race, however the case may be. But as a country, until we kind of reflect that mirror back on us and say, why don't we already have people? Why don't we have that already? Why aren't we there? Why aren't we there yet? Uh, why, why haven't we gotten there? So forced diversity doesn't sound like a good word and maybe I'm misinterpreting, misinterpreting the meaning, but if that's what it takes to get us there, then yes you need to force yourself to put them in there because from there you learn, you grow and you do better. And we can't, we can't do better unless we do it all together. So I think, you know, to a little bit of everyone's points, I think that adding diversity to projects, to, to, to media is moving for what we need to do. But I think looking at what Disney's doing, cause we're talking about media. I think Disney has taken some pretty solid strides and it comes from, the fact that, yeah, there are times when you may have a, a white director or a white writer, but we learn about the, the research process. It's not just based off what these guys are thinking. Uh, I, I remember back when Moana first came out and how they did a lot of research for Polynesian cultures and did their damnedest to make sure that no matter where you're from, you felt a little bit of your culture was, was in the movie. And I think that's what we need to do moving forward. I think kind of that was like a stepping stone because they've just gotten, I think they've gotten better and better because when you look at Raya and the Last Dragon, there's like a whole Asian, a whole Asian cast. And I was looking up the writers and the directors of all, just kind of bringing those stories in and taking the whole of bringing in these cultures that we may not have like a, a full representation of. Obviously we had the Mulan animated movie, um, but Raya kind of was doing that same thing of bringing in different cultures and seeing different perspectives into a movie, which I also thought they did fantastically. That's what I want to see moving forward with Disney characters, Disney princesses and and heroes and, and, and all of that. And also they're not focusing on, they really just straight stride away from the, the prince and the princess aspect of it all. Like I would say, and I may be wrong, but I think the last prince and princess thing we really got was uh, the uh, the frog, the one with prince Tiana, the frog. Prince of the Frog. Yeah. I think it was like the last one we got. And then they meant move forward, which is really strong female characters making bonds with different people. I think Frozen did a really fantastic jo- job of the love between the two sisters is what freed Anna, you know, and Kristoff is there, but Kristoff is a supporting character. For all intents and purposes, he's a supporting character. He may be King George and Hamilton, but he's a supporting character. Um, and they really doubled down on that because it shows the, the importance of the love between these two characters. It doesn't need to be romantic love. It's just love and strength between the two of them. And we're seeing that in, in Raya and the relationship she has with all the characters that she finds from the different tribes and the her her rival who ends up being her friend at the end and a lot of things that i've heard from people seeing themselves in raya and the fact that she's 
unambiguous in regards to her fluidity as a character. People were saying, oh, I see her, you know, either she's straight or she's on uh, LGBTQ. Does, and I, f- I forgot the actress. She says, Raya is whoever you want her to be. If you see yourself in Raya, that is exactly who she is. And that's, you know, I think is a great thing that we're, we're seeing Disney moving forward with the Marvel movies. Sure, the last 10 years have been the three main white guys, you know, Iron Man, Thor, Captain America. And that's fine. You finish the story, round it out. But they've recognized that there's more stories to need to tell. Black Panther was great. Captain Falcon is great. I can't wait for Eternals. Eternals, like they're one of their most diverse casts. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have a legitimately blind person there. Um, just all around different spectrums, colors, everything is in this cast. That's part of the reason why I'm excited to see it, you know, as opposed to also my mutant soapbox that we talk about. I'm just really excited to see bringing all these characters together. So I think, I think Disney's doing it, doing a damn great job. You know, if, if you're not able to tell that story, do the research, do the work, because then that tells us you're authentic about what you're trying to tell. And that's not just your skewed, on you know skewed bias of what of what the struggle is you know i think um i don't know if all of you saw soul i think soul had some bits and pieces that were pretty dope i love the barbershop scene i think the barbershop scene was really good um i know there's some controversy in the fact that we really like focused more on tina Fey's character than jamie fox's character but there were aspects of uh you know black life that i saw in that movie that i thought was pretty cool to see and then you know i think as we just keep these media just keep stepping and moving forward, taking from each other, looking at the examples in the past. We're going to see more and more diversity uh, for, for years to come for all of us to consume. And it, it makes us better as people. And I, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. I want to thank everyone who came on for this panel. Um, for those who are watching, take a look at this panel. Everyone here comes from a very diverse background. Everyone here is a human being. Everyone here is awesome people. Um, this is what our country is. This is what humanity is. Different shades of people from different backgrounds who are coming together to talk to it about an issue to who that want to stamp it out. It's a humanitarian issue. I want people to really examine if anything in this panel got you upset. Why did it get you upset? It shouldn't have gotten you upset. And if it is, examine why is it getting upset? Because maybe that's a core issue that you don't understand that might be affecting you have a conversation, talk more. Over the last four years, we got over, we, got, we, we were shouting at each other too much. There was too much divisiveness that was going on. We need to get together and talk to each other. Don't be afraid to help a fellow human being that is in trouble, regardless of what their ethnicity or sex is or their, their heterosexuality, it doesn't matter. It's a human being being attacked. Step in there, help them. Talk to your fellow man. Talk to your fellow woman. Don't treat kids like they're idiots. Let's break the cycle of hate. Let's all come together as human beings. And let's just try to work harder for that dream where we're all united. This has been a special episode of Nerds Around. Thank you for everyone coming. Thank you for listening. And thank you for watching. Bye.